When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Dan Grosser Show, we are back. We are live. First time this week, so it's good to be heard at 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Harvey Cruz and Chantel Rankin, they're along for the ride. They're producing the program this evening. We're taking it right up until 10 o'clock. Gordon coming by then. Gordon coming by at 10 o'clock. Right here on 98.7. You can get me on Twitter, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. A lot happened at this station. You know, you go away for a couple of days, you come back, and all this news, new lineup, we're local, all those things. Boy, you can't be more excited. So we're all fired up to hang out with you tonight. You know, it's tough this time of year with all the sports and the games, and so any chance we get to talk to you, we appreciate it. And, boy, we picked a perfect night, too, because there is a lot, a lot going on in the world of sports. We'll get into all the baseball stuff a little bit later on. This weekend, the winter meeting starts out in San Diego where we hope to at least finally be able to hear something, you know, through the grapevine for Jacob DeGrom, Aaron Judge. That starts on Sunday, goes through December the 7th, which is what, next Wednesday, out there in San Diego. So you hope that we at least get some news, and it's not one of those kind of cricket-type affairs during the winter meetings, which, you know, there has been. You know, remember that one offseason a couple of years ago? I think it was maybe 18, 17, 18, when Bryce Harper and Manny Machado were the big free agents. There was, like, nothing going on. The entire crickets. This was the winter meetings. If you walk through the lobby that year, I can't remember what city it was in, but if you, like, walk around the lobby, like, that's what you heard. There were no signings, no trades, no moves, nothing. I don't know if it'll be like that. I hope it won't be like that because there hasn't been a winter meetings in three years because of COVID and the lockout last year. So hopefully we get some activity. It will be fun. But we'll get into all the latest and what it's going to cost for both of those guys to put pen to paper, whether it's with one of our teams here in New York or someplace else in particular. Our buddy Jordan Renan is going to join us coming up at 8 o'clock. Talk a little giant football. Giants are back at it. They got a big one coming up on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. little division matchup. Giants still haven't won a division game this year, as you know. So... They're in a little bit of a mini funk, losing back-to-back games, trying to see if they can steer this ship back towards the postseason, which is where it was headed pretty much all throughout 2022 and can still get there. And, you know, like I said, we'll talk about it. Some people seem to think the sky is falling when you're talking about the Giants. But we'll start with the Jets. And I think it's safe to say that the Mike White experiment worked out pretty well, at least on Sunday at a rainy MetLife Stadium against the Chicago Bears. I think that everything was A-OK, to say the least. Didn't matter the weather, didn't matter the adversity, the obstacles, or whatnot. But Mike White spun the ball around pretty good, found his open receivers, Jets scored points, and I think that you'll take that each and every week if you're a Jet fan. You know, I think that Robert Sala said something pretty telling. He said it after the game. He's like, you know, he just has to be Mike White. He made the easy look easy. And some people take that as a knock and somewhat of a slight. I don't. 
I think I take it for exactly what he was saying. You don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to be somebody that's out there throwing the ball 50, 60 yards down the field on every single play. No, take what the defense gives you. Go through your progressions. Go through your reads. Guys open, you throw them the ball. Nothing wrong with 10, 12 yards up and down the field. And that's what Mike White did. And you know what? Jets benefited. And as you all know, that that's something that the previous quarterback was not able to do successfully enough. You know, he wasn't hitting his reads. He wasn't hitting his progressions. He wasn't seeing the field like you would expect the quarterback to. And the offense was suffering for it, and it kind of bottomed out up in Foxborough a couple of weeks ago against the Patriots, and that's why a change was made. You know, we said at the time that this had to be done, and guess what? It had to be done. It was done. And right now they look like geniuses, but it's only one game. It's only one game. You know, now what you're hearing is forget about just this week against the Minnesota Vikings, which is not going to be an easy game. Is it a winnable game? Absolutely it is. Because Minnesota's defense is terrible. You know, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Minnesota's defense is not very good. And if you just want to go by even recently, if you watch them play on Thursday night against the New England Patriots on Thanksgiving, I mean, Mac Jones went up and down the field, and if you haven't been paying attention to the NFL over the last couple of years, you would have probably thought that was still Tom Brady wearing a Patriot uniform, the way he was carving up that Viking defense. So the fact that you have a quarterback now who is able to move the football, and if he could do it out in the rain, you like his chances probably in nice, perfect, calm conditions in a dome up there in Minnesota to be able to keep this offense rolling. And that's all you're looking for. Now, is it going to be a challenge from a defensive standpoint? Yeah, of course. Minnesota can score some points. They got weapons. Dalvin Cook is a pain in the neck. And, you know, not even so much Justin Jefferson, who might be the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. But not even so much with Justin Jefferson. Because the Jets got corners that are going to be able, I think, to neutralize him to a certain extent. Not that he's going to go catchless. But I think that they're going to be able to at least limit his production to where he's not going to be going off and, you know, running up 150 yards in receptions all throughout the afternoon. Plus, I think the Jets are going to be able to control the line of scrimmage up front to where that pass rush is going to be able to harass Kirk Cousins into not even being able to see the field long enough to throw the ball to to Justin Jefferson or to Thielen or whoever it's going to be. The thing that concerns me right now and should concern you if you're a Jet fan going into this game more than anything else is defense got to start wrapping up. You know, last couple of weeks, they've not tackled very well at all, at all. Now, that game up in New England, remember, that was coming off of the bye week and You know, if you want to make a little bit of an excuse, right, you don't hit for a week, maybe you get a little bit rusty, you can only simulate so much in practice to then when you go out there on the field, they were having problems wrapping up Patriots. And you saw New England benefit from that. And then it even kind of reared its ugly head a little bit in the Bear game last week. And I don't care that it was wet. And I don't care that it was, you know, tough to get a grip and things. You know what? They didn't tackle very well in that game too. And Dalvin Cook is a beast in that backfield. For the Minnesota Vikings, an absolute beast. And whether it's him running the football, whether it's him catching the ball out of the backfield, he can make you miss and could get a lot of chunk yardage. So I'm sure that that's being stressed all week long out there in Florham Park in practice that they're going to have to wrap up a lot better. But do I think this is a winnable game? Absolutely it is. Absolutely. And again, if you're the Jets and if you're thinking about, okay, what is it going to take? Six games to go. How do you get to the postseason? How do you find your way in? I'm still sticking to you get to 10. 10 is the number you want to hit. So it's essentially you're playing 500 football the rest of the way. Are there three wins still on that schedule? Absolutely there are. 100%. Now you got to go out there and actually win them. 
you know, you can't just chalk it up and say, oh, we got a better record than this team. Oh, we're home. We're supposed to win the game. You got to go out there and play. You know, this is a winnable game. Then you're going up to Buffalo. Okay, you beat Buffalo already this year. You found out today that Von Miller's not going to be playing in that game because he got put on injured reserves, so that's a minimum of four, so you don't have to deal with Von Miller at least. You got the Lions home. You got the Jaguars home. Jets are going to be favored in both of those games. And then you go to Seattle, which is beatable, very beatable as a matter of fact. And then you close out the season in Miami where you'll probably see Tua, barring any injury between now and then, who you didn't see that first game. And the Dolphins have not lost the game that Tua has started and finished. So they can find a way to get three wins. But why stop there? Why even stop at three? Why set your sights at a bare minimum like just playing 500 ball? Why not more? I mean, hell, after all, the division is still in play. You're only a game back of first place with six to go. Like, why should you be settling on, oh, just making it as a wild card? And I understand that when you haven't tasted the postseason like the Jets haven't for a decade, you'll take anything. Great. But there are still even bigger goals, and I would say even more realistic goals that you can shoot for here this season. But you don't think down the road yet. You think about the team that you have in front of you and the opportunity to get that eighth win. That's the next in line, and that's coming up on Sunday when you're going to Minnesota. Winnable game. And I think we're all curious to see, you know, what is Mike White going to do for an encore? Mike White's a great story. Great dude, regular guy, and you know what? He plays quarterback pretty well, too. And look, is he going to set the world on fire with the measurables, you know, with the arm talent, all those type of things? No, probably not. I think we know that already. It's one of the reasons why he was a fifth-round pick. It's one of the reasons why he probably has not landed a starting job, at least a permanent starting job, either with the Jets or with any other team in the NBA. That's why he – or, I mean, the NFL. That's why he was waived – you know, several times along the way before he finally stuck here with the Jets. And that's okay because there's more to playing quarterback in the NFL than just having unbelievable arm talent. You know, like if we were doing a combine test right now, you know, and you were putting like Zach Wilson up against Mike White, like there's no comparison. Like Zach Wilson's going to win that every day of the week, right? He's got the better arm. He can make better throws and all these other, you know, the escapability, the athleticism, the mobility, everything. You know, so from an individual standpoint, that's why he was the number two overall pick in the draft. But, and I will stress it again, there's more to playing quarterback in this league than just being able to throw the ball through a brick wall. You know, once upon a time, there was a quarterback, and most people considered him to be the best to ever play the position until Tom Brady came along. And that was Joe Montana. Guy was four for four in Super Bowls, won MVPs, Captain Clutch, whatever you want to call him. Joe Montana was great, right? He was like the gold standard. Joe Montana didn't have a great arm. Joe Montana wasn't a guy who was going to throw the ball 70 yards down the field. But you know what Joe Montana was? He was accurate. He was efficient. He was a perfect fit for that Bill Walsh West Coast offense, which is predicated on timing and precision more than anything else, as is the offense that the Jets run. Under Mike LaFleur, it's a variation of the West Coast offense. So you got a quarterback who, at least in my opinion, is suited perfectly to run this system. He's accurate. He's decisive. He throws a good ball. You know how many guys on that team yesterday told me he had a good – Mike White throws a good football? The guys who were responsible with catching those balls? What more do you need than that? 
So now you go out there on Sunday against Minnesota with an opportunity to, you know what, really make a claim for this job moving forward. And I know what Robert Sala said. We all did. You know, when they decided to make this change, Robert Sala basically said, well, you know what, this isn't the end for Zach Wilson. We expect him to get back out on the field here in 2022. His future is still bright with this organization, blah, 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 blah. But here's the problem. We already saw one game on Sunday. If you have another good Mike White performance up in Minnesota, you think Zach Wilson's getting the start up in Buffalo even though he beat him a few weeks ago? I sure as hell don't. You keep rolling the hot hand. Because the same thing that motivated you to change quarterbacks to begin with is going to be the same thing which motivates you to keep the guy under center that you made the switch to. It's called, who gives you the best chance to win a football game? Who gives you the best chance to move the ball up and down the field, score points, and in turn help you win a football game? Right now the answer is number five, not number two. Right? And I just can't see that if you get another efficient performance by this offense on Sunday against a defense, which leaves a lot to be desired, as we said in Minnesota, how are they going back to Mike White in the short term? But that question has come up over the last few days. What about Zach Wilson's future? Is he done in New York? Will he ever be the Jet quarterback again? Is he going to be on the team again next year? We'll talk about all that stuff. Plus, we want to hear from you because, you know what, it's been a while since you and I had a show together. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Again, we'll talk to Jordan Renan who covers the Giants for us here at ESPN, our buddy, as they got a big one coming up against the Commanders. They're also playing host to one Odell Beckham Jr. tonight and tomorrow as Odell makes his free agent tour. First stop, East Rutherford. Next one's going to be Buffalo and then Dallas after that. A lot happening in Giant land. And, oh, by the way, they got a division rival coming up on Sunday. A lot to get to here over the next few hours. We'll take it right up until 10 o'clock. Dan Gross' show. We are back live and in living color right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. That's Mike White talking about not having to look over his shoulder or at least trying not to look over his shoulder now that he is the man under center for the New York Jets and he'll lead them into Minnesota again this week. As we welcome you back in here, Dan Gross' show, 98.7 ESPN. And, you know, it's funny. There's a lot of similarities the way this is beginning to play itself out between the Mike White experience this year versus last year. And I'm sure you all remember he had that breakout game against Cincinnati in his first start. And then they played that Thursday nighter, the quick turnaround in Indianapolis, and Mike White was playing pretty well in that first quarter again, and then he got hurt. And then he couldn't finish the game. And the Jets ended up losing. The defense got run all over by the Colts and so on and so forth. But, you know, it was also telling in that game, let's not forget, was Josh Johnson came in off the bench and threw for 300 yards that night. That was Josh Johnson, right? A journeyman. And then you've seen the offense kind of sputter the way it has so far this year over the last several weeks, and you wonder, well, if Mike White can do it, if Josh Johnson can do it, then what's the problem? And I know there's more to it than that, but now here you have Mike White, great game against the Chicago Bears, and they're going into another dome situation on Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings. And I thought he said something telling today, too, where you know I think he made mention of the fact that that Bills game that he played last year, Four interceptions, and that pretty much like you know spelled the end for him getting an opportunity a season ago. It was a game to forget. He said he remembers every single play of that game because the bad games stand out a lot more than even the good ones do. And he says he's night and day a lot different from that game. Now, you take him at his word for it, of course. But I will tell you that what's also night and different is the Jets themselves compared to that Buffalo game last year. Jets were not a very good football team. You know, they were down, I think, I want to say maybe two scores at halftime that day against Buffalo, and I maybe White only had one turnover in the first half. And so because they fell behind in the second half, they had to throw, 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 throw to get back in, and that's when the mistakes started to mount. But you got better receivers, you got better line, and, you know, I don't know if you're going to have that implosion, if you're waiting for it at least, that you saw last year against the Buffalo Bills. I just don't know if that's going to happen. And this is an opponent, again, that is tailor-made for him to go out there and to put up some yards and put up some points. And you keep rolling this because that locker room believes in him. I could tell you 1,000% that locker room believes in him. And if the coaching staff and the organization believes in him, then what more could you ask for? Just go out there and play. And it was more than good enough last week against the Chicago Bears. All right, let's get some phone calls in here. 800-919-3776. We started off with our good pal. Ira in Staten Island, first up here on 98.7 ESPN. Ira, how are you? 
Oh, all good, all good. Missed you all week, and boy, this is a this is a big week for Jet football. Oh, tell sucks. me about it. it. And you know it sucks tonight, and I I, I, I think you will agree with me, uh, even though listen, you don't want to throw away a division title, but at the end of the day, Jets just have to take care of their business. But because we lost both games to the Pats, I really kind of want to get a two game lead on them. So uh, unfortunately, I got to root for somebody, so I'm rooting for the Bills tonight. Um. And I was going to get to that in a little bit. I'll say this now. I agree with you a thousand percent. If you're a Jet fan tonight and you're going back and forth about who do you root for, Bills, Pats, unfortunately, the one thing the Jets don't have any control over is the Patriots because you lost two games to them. You don't have the tiebreaker. The goal is to bury them and not have them in your sight at all. So you're right. You root for the Bills. I'm glad, I'm glad you agree because some people don't agree with me in some way. You do well, you know agree. what it is, Ira? It's it's kind of – and look, they could still win the division even if Buffalo wins tonight because you still play Buffalo, so you can take care of business next week. You still got Miami down the road. You could take care of business head-to-head again against them. It's almost like the old saying, you got to learn how to walk before you can run. Just worry about getting in the playoffs first and then let all the division stuff kind of take care of itself. I couldn't agree more. And getting to the game, and you're right about Mike White, and it's really funny. This is nothing nothing against Zach Wilson. I'm just putting him in the back of my book right now. I just feel more comfortable going into Sunday's game against the Vikings with Mike White because, like you just said, you're going to see the offense operate the correct way. Will he throw a pick? Will he make a mistake? Of course, every quarterback does. Hopefully it's not this week. I think, listen, the Vikings' defense is, is really bad. Um, this, this secondary, I think, is one of the worst, maybe the worst uh, pass defense in the league. So I think the Jets will move the ball. Hopefully it's on the ground because you want to keep Cousins off the field. But defensively, you're going to have to keep both safeties back because of their receivers. This is where you mentioned earlier about the tackling. They had to get this cleaned up this week because if you take care of the passing game and you put pressure on Cousins, you'll win this game, but you can't let Cook destroy it. Because Cook is the X factor here. If he gets the ground game going, the Jets could have a long afternoon. Because you can't have both. You can't take Cousins and Jefferson away and have Cook run wild for 250 yards. So it's pick your poison. But I think if they shut Cook down and they rattle Cousins, I think the Jets walk out of here with a win. I agree with you. I mean, that is the key. And Ira, thanks for the phone call, as always. But, But games are won and lost in the trenches. And I just, even before the quarterback change was made, okay, even before Mike White was named the starter, looking ahead down the road at the schedule, I still thought this was a good matchup for the Jets, always. Because defensively, they can walk into that dome and play bully ball if they had to. And they can muscle the Vikings around up front. So getting after Kirk Cousins, which is four guys, which the Jets do in this defense, you know, they can... Rush four, drop seven if they have to. And if you don't give Cousins a lot of time to throw the football, you know what he's not going to – that's not going to give Justin Jefferson and all those guys enough time to even try to get open down the field. And, you know, Jets play a zone, right? So I'm sure that they're working all week to find some some leaks in that zone to where they can get some soft parts and complete passes. And, look, you're not going to shut them out completely. They're going to get their catches. You just don't want them to go wild. And I think that that defense is good enough to where that's not going to happen. And, you know, the one thing you don't want to get into is a shootout. And the reason I say that is because Minnesota, for whatever the reason, they excel in close games this year. Like one-score games, they are absolutely, like, almost unbeatable. 
And it's like they're never out of it. Even that Cowboy game, when things got away from them and they were down like, you know, 28-3 or something at the half, like you still thought, oh, they could come back. You know, if you look at the two games that they've lost this year, right, the Cowboys blew them out a couple of weeks ago, and then they lost that game early in the season on that Monday night up in Philadelphia, and that was a one-sided game. But other than that, they find a way to get things done. You know, that Buffalo game up there, that was a fluky, crazy game. You know, you look like they were dead and buried until they weren't, and then they won it. You know, as wacky of a game as you're ever going to see, but they are beatable. You know, normally when you look at a team that's 9-2, and two, you think, oh, this is a juggernaut. Oh, this has got to be the best team in the NFL. I think this is a little bit of a Teflon 9-2, and two, you know? Jets match up very, very well with this, Buff, uh, with this Minnesota Vikings team. Let's say hi to David in New Jersey up next here on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave? How are you? Dave, what's going on? I'm all right. Um, I'm going to get straight to it. All right. I love everything the Jets are doing right now. But I'm really worried about Mike White. I really – I apologize. Don't get mad at me. I, I don't trust him all the way. Why? I mean, yeah, he's played a good game. And, uh, he, he's you know, he's, he's winning for us right now. And, and I think he could win this Sunday as well. But I, I don't know, man. I just don't have my faith fully, like, you know, in, in, into Mike White. And then defending Zach all season, it's it, it, it's tough for me, you know? Well, Dave, it's not and, like um, – it, this isn't a situation to where, like, you have to pledge your loyalty to Mike White and, and sign him up for a 10-year contract. I mean, we're not saying that, but you got a game coming up in – what's today, Thursday? So you got a game coming up in three days. Right now, in three days, who do you have more confidence in to go win you a game in Minnesota? And I think, undisputably, the answer is Mike White. I agree with you. But, you know, this, I, I guess I'm thinking long-term. Don't so think long-term. Right. Don't think long You know why you can't think long-term, David? Because you've been a fan of this team, and this team hasn't given you a lot to celebrate over the last 10 years. Right now, enjoy it for what it is. Take it week to week. Enjoy the journey. Look, I'm not going to sit here and close the door and say that Zach Wilson's not going to play here again this year or not, isn't going to start again this year. The way Mike White play, I mean, barring injury, of course, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, but take injury out of it. Mike White is going to determine if Zach Wilson plays or not the rest of the season. Because if he keeps rolling, even if the Jets don't win, but if that offense is productive and they're moving the ball, he's going to be the guy. And we lost David. I mean, that's the bottom line here, guys. The play is going to determine who plays. It's a meritocracy, as it should be, right? That's what life should be. It's not, but it should be. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. And again, I want to get into the Zach stuff coming up here when we return, because I've heard a lot of this. A lot of people are almost basically throwing dirt on him as if he will never play again for the Jets. And I don't know if I believe that to be true, to be quite honest with you. I really don't. And really, it doesn't even have anything to do with where he was drafted, for that matter. 800-919-3776. We'll talk Giants with Jordan Renan coming up at 8 o'clock as well. Dan Gross' show till 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So how about this? Zach Eflin, who was a free agent starting pitcher formerly of the Philadelphia Phillies, who this past season went 3-5 and five with a 4.04 ERA. He you know, began as a starter, then went to the bullpen, so he fills both roles. But... Signed a free agent deal with the Tampa Bay Rays. Get this, three years, $40 million bucks. The biggest free agent contract in Rays history. That, of course, from Bob Nightingale of USA Today. So think about that. Three years, 40 mil. And the only reason I bring that up is because the last couple of days there have been these like reports swirling around that, believe it or not, one of the teams that was kicking the tires on Jacob DeGrom were the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, I don't know if Tampa Bay realized that you have to actually use real American dollars to, to be able to sign a player. You know, it wouldn't take Monopoly money or, you know, IOUs or anything like that, gold coins. Yeah, like like real stuff, not the stuff, you know, like the arcade tokens. But I, I guess now, I mean, I don't know what their offseason budget is, but if you're going to give uh, 40 million bucks to Zach Eflin, which is going to eat up, let's see, do some quick math, about 13 and change AAV onto your payroll next year, I, I would think that that would rule out any Jacob DeGrom signing. Now, I never took that seriously for a second, but... You know, you're going to somebody might throw a trivia question at you one day. Who received the largest free agent contract in Tampa Bay Rays history? You know, the answer is the answer is Zach Eflin. How about that? Uh, Let's go back to the phones. Johnny in North Babylon up next. Ninety eight seven. Johnny, how are you? Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Good, John. What's up? I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Same Um, to you. So about the the Jets, you know, I just want to real quick touch on uh, Zach. Uh, Mike White, I agree 100% with Dan. You know, let the players figure it out. If if uh, Mike White is the best quarterback for the team at the moment, you just roll with that. Um, but my point, though, really I wanted to get to was the Jet defense. I got to tell you, you know, Minnesota's offense, real good. We all know that. I got to think that in the Jets' defensive room over in Jersey this week, they're telling the two corners, listen, you guys have played very good football all year. Now you've got to really step it up because at the end of the day, if you two cover corners can kindly shut down the passing attack to a degree, we can bring our safeties up, help against the run against Cook. We shut that down, and we can run a couple of exotic blitzes. They don't blitz a lot, but if you can, and you can rattle, um, you know, um, 
the quarterback for, for, for Minnesota, they're going to fall apart, Dan. They're going to fall apart. If I, they can't run the ball, they're in trouble. I just think, aside from all that, I'm not even worrying about blitzing, John. I think the Jet yeah. defensive line is good enough to be able to get home regardless. They've proven it all year. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. I don't think you have to blitz. I'm just saying if if, if they wanted to, they can bring the some of the blitz packages in. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think just straight up they can man the offensive line with their D-line. One of the other things that's going to help this week too, John, and I, and I thank you for the phone call, Sheldon Rankins is going to be back on that defensive line. And, and, and thank goodness, too. I mean, it, it appears he's going to be back. I didn't get a chance to talk to him yesterday, but I think he's going to be good to go. Um, remember, he dislocated his elbow in that Buffalo game. So what was that, November something? It was right before the bye week. So November 6th? Yeah. So think about that. You're talking about, you know, just a few weeks later and he's back. I mean, that could have been at the time you feared that it was season ending. Sheldon Rankins is a big piece in the interior of that defensive line, even for when it comes to just stopping the run, being able to take on a couple of blockers, which then will leave Quinn and Williams some freedom to wreak havoc in the backfield. So people have kind of slept on that a little bit the last couple of weeks. Like not having Sheldon Rankins, that's that's a big loss. You know, sometimes maybe the numbers and things don't just jump off the page for you on this, from the stat sheet as to what his contributions are, but he does a lot for that defensive line there. So to have him back, that should help maybe with the run defense here against the Minnesota Vikings. Let's say hi to uh, Mike in New York up next on 98.7. Michael, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing today? Good, Mike. What's going on? Um, you know, I, I really just want to talk. You know what bums me out the most about Zach Wilson right now is just as a Jets fan, I have been waiting so long for them to find an answer at quarterback. And honestly, I believed, and I, I actually still believe that Zach could be the guy. I mean, he lost the Jets what that one game really this year, but I mean, if he didn't make that boneheaded comment, he would still be our guy. And Mike White, yeah, he had a great game, but he's not the answer, and everyone knows that. I think every Jets fan knows that. You said before not to think long-term, but uh, it's really hard not to. Can I I just stop you for one sec? Mike, can I stop you for one second? I just want to correct something you said. You said he'd still be the quarterback if not for one boneheaded comment. That's not true. The, the the comment was the that was almost like the, the 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 icing on the cake the cherry on top if you want to go there the play ultimately is what got him benched. You you really think that? Ju- but again, was I right that that was the only game they lost with Zach Wilson as their starting QB this year? No, he lost two games, both to the same team. Remember? Right, two to both the Patriots. To the Patriots. Okay. Right, but, but and he played but, poorly so in both I think of those every games. Jets fan- that that is true, but I I still think every Jets fan knows that Zach. Well, we, we spent we spent a high draft pick on him. We know that he has to be our guy, and if Mike White keeps starting, say we make the playoffs, we might be a one and done with Mike White. I you know there's there's really not there's there's not a lot of hope. Zach could get the experience that's required of quarterbacks that could eventually win a Super Bowl, and I, I don't I don't know. I mean. Uh, I'm just disappointed, really. I want to see our guy. I want to see our future out there. Mike White is, you know, a Band-Aid. Oh, we, Mike, I hear what you're saying, but, and I thank you for the phone call, I don't know that he's just a Band-Aid. And nothing wrong with a Band-Aid, by the way. Band-Aids save lives. I guess technically. 
Here's the thing, though. A lot of people have been making this point that, you know, if the Jets somehow make the playoffs, not I shouldn't say somehow, it's not like it's far-fetched. You know, I expect them to make the playoffs. But if the Jets make the playoffs, Mike White's the quarterback, that, you know, they failed because they, they wasted the number two overall pick. You know, Zach Wilson's not the guy. I think that's ludicrous to look at it from that standpoint. I really and truly do. Because if you told me that you got to the playoffs and you did so without the contributions of guys like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall before he got hurt, Elijah Vera Tucker before he got hurt, um, looks like Elijah Moore might be a thing now once again. Um, you know, Tyler Conklin, who they signed in free agency. The guys on the defensive side of the ball, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, Quinnen Williams. I, I mean, on and on and on. Uh, uh, Carl Lawson, uh, Jermaine Johnson, even Bryce Huff, for crying out loud. All these guys that I rattled off, and I know I'm leaving some out. There's more to it. All those guys were also either drafted or signed or brought in by Joe Douglas. Look at the quality of depth that they have. So if it was just like one or two guys, you say, oh, well, you know, but they missed on the number two over. Well, to me, that's almost like a moot point. It's like you're missing the big picture if that's all that you're going to focus on. This team is having the best season they've had in a decade. They have a lot of good, young, talented football players who are only going to get better. It's not like the cupboard is bare, and it's not like you got to risk like, oh, this is a one-shot deal because they're a veteran-heavy team, and they're going all in, and if it doesn't work out after this year, this team is going to be broken up, and then that's the best they ever did. No. They're building something sustainable here, and that's what they talked about from day one. Stock in the cupboard, building the foundation, young, controllable talent. That's what they have. Okay, they may have swung and missed on the quarterback. But you know what? They also may have a quarterback right underneath their nose that maybe they didn't even know what they had for all this time. Point being, don't lament the fact that maybe Zach Wilson hasn't taken off yet as the number two overall pick. Enjoy this ride. You got a good football team, a playoff caliber football team, who despite the fact the guy that you drafted to be the golden boy, to be the messiah, the fact that he has not played to the level at which you want to, that they're still on target to make the playoffs. And they're a team that probably nobody in the AFC wants to play. 800-919-3776. Dan Grasso Show. We roll till 10. 98.7 ESPN.